Boom! Welcome everybody to Ask a Wizard. We're doing some live wizard greetings. Look at this. We only had our audio off for like five seconds this time. I'm making progress. Uh, welcome everyone. We're going to be doing some amazing stuff today. If you'd like to get a live wizard reading, make sure that you like and share the stream and let me know in the comments below that you'd like a live wizard reading. Post that at any point during the show um, and I will add you to the list for when we do our live reading segments in the middle and the end of the stream. Also, if you'd like to send some letters, which I read on air live, you can send a letter at P.O. Box 8881, Missoula, Montana, 59807. That's right here-ish on the screen. Something over there. <laughs> you can send your letters there and they will be read live on air. Hey, OPV, how's it going? I was about to tell you about the audio. Well, thank you very much, OPVs, uh, for your support and help with the audio checks. Now, let's get this show started, shall we? We have some pretty amazing stuff going on today. Check this out. So, the topics for today, amongst many other, are invisibility cloaking warships. That's right, a warship that can turn completely invisible. Hey, Hannah, how's it going? Came here from TikTok. Welcome, Hannah. I remember you. You uh, were the one having a lot of success with telekinesis. Congratulations. We're going to be researching that later on today in the show. Um, we're also going to be talking about an IRL velociraptor attack. That's right. There's an animal that basically is a real velociraptor. It's insane. Uh, by the way, if you guys want to get the live wizard readings, like and share the stream. That's how you qualify for the free reading. And then let me know that you'd like one in the comment section. Um, and then finally, we have a life-saving home experiment. This is something you guys can literally do this weekend. And learning this skill could literally save your life in the future and feed your family. It's quite incredible. So we're going to be doing that today as well and so much more so let's get started shall we and skip that first off we begin with this week in weird all right boys and girls today in this week in weird we have insanity over the flu continues that's right so um, i'm gonna be showing you an article uh people have been losing their mind for the last year over the common cold um it is a standard flu that has no extra danger than a regular flu uh despite that fact people are losing their minds and uh they're morons about it too because it has nothing to actually do about safety or your health it's uh uh, all about control and power and I'm going to show you uh, an example of that today with this particular headline article my mouse just I don't know why my mouse randomly just disappears for no reason and um, then it comes back of its own accord and it makes this so difficult uh, come on come on mouse return to me let's see if I minimize is that gonna fix it no no, no, not gonna work. There. Uh. My gosh. If anyone is familiar with OBS and mouses disappearing, please let me know. Uh, now I'm just stuck. I just shared and I liked reading whenever you do them. Awesome. Thank you very much, Anna. Let me get you on the list. Um, geez, this is actually kind of crippling my ability to do the show. Um, I have you on the list. Thank you very much, Hannah. Um... My gosh, I, I'm not sure what to do here. I, cause I can't operate my computer cause I can't see my mouse. And I have no way of getting the mouse back. Let's see, nope. Okay, 
So that's the website that I want. I'm just going to have to hope that I can hover over it, I suppose. Oh my gosh. There we go. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to have to operate with an invisible mouse. So today on the news, this is on This Week in Weird. Hey, Cole, how's it going? Hey, I'm finally able to make it to another stream. Awesome. Welcome, Cole. How are you doing, sir? If you want a live was reading, make sure you like and share the stream. That's how you qualify for a live was reading. So uh, OSHA or OHSAA has passed a new rule regarding the beer sniffle virus. Um, students who are wrestlers are able to uh, continue to wrestle. As you can see here, here's a demonstration of them wrestling. However, they are not allowed to shake hands at the end due to the risk of beer sniffle virus. That's right, boys and girls. You are allowed to jump onto the mat, rub your face and all your body parts into each other in a massive wrestling match, but you cannot shake hands. That's right, boys and girls. That is the kind of logic and thoughtful standards that are being applied to this completely harmless basic flu that people are losing their minds about so if you're ever worried about it just remember this is the kind of nonsense that they're putting out there guys it's all a lie do not be afraid and uh, definitely do not change your behavior based on what the government is saying because they are fools all of them are fools and more importantly the news is filled with complete and total fools so do not be worried about that at all I like the video and shared, so whenever you do them, would love one, please. Absolutely, Cole. Let's get you on the list. Boom. Cole is on the list for a live wizard reading, uh, which you can get as well by liking and sharing the stream, and that will qualify you for the live wizard reading. So let us begin with today's topic of history's mysteries. That's right. Today we're going to be covering what is known as the Philadelphia Experiment. Uh, would it be okay if I tried a chew channel energy to you like you did on TikTok? I'd like to see if you could feel it. Ha ha ha. Um, I do those during my magic shows. I do a TikTok magic shows, Hannah, but uh, not during my YouTube lectures. Um, if you want to try that out. Uh, Facebook lives, I do whatever. We're a pirate ship on Facebook, so that's another good place to do it. But um, not. I don't do them on my uh, YouTube uh, show. Uh, History's Mysteries, The Philadelphia Experiment. This is a mysterious warship that, in the 1943, had an experiment conducted on it. That's right. This is documented in America, and it was an experimental stealth technology that was implemented on a warship. And the concept behind this technology was that it was to make a ship invisible to magnetic, radio, and visual detection to make it completely invisible. To make matters even more insane, it uses Einstein's theory um, to make this technology work. And supposedly, at the witness of countless generals, military officers, and personnel who were on the ship, the activation of this stealth device didn't just make the ship hard to see. It didn't camouflage the ship. It didn't just make it undetectable on radio and magnetic radio tracking. No, this made the ship completely and totally invisible. That's right. This entire warship vanished into thin air. That's right. And, uh, and not only did it vanish, but it was actually able to reappear 
It was also uh, brought back into existence by this machine, but at a great and terrifying cost. You'll see that the people who were on board the ship when the device was activated came out. Some of them had been driven mad by what they had seen, unable to communicate at all, screeching at the top of their lungs and going into a complete state of comatose. Others had literally been melted into the parts of the ship. There was people that had been stuck inside the metal itself. Others began to scream and yell as they vanished in and out of existence and eventually vanished away. Now this is all supposedly documented by multiple military officers, multiple generals, and multiple eyewitness testimonies. And it gets even weirder. In fact, there was another demonstration done of this technology that not only made the ship disappear, but it was able to reappear 300 miles away. So this is the Philadelphia experiment. And you guys can look into this yourself as well. Um, but I want to give you guys my particular thoughts on this. This was done in 1943, um, and it was demonstrating the technology and the ability to make a warship completely vanish and disappear. Hey, how's it going, Lisa? Welcome, welcome. How are you doing? Did you want a live wizard reading, Lisa? If you do, just like and share the stream and let me know, and I'll add you to the list. All right, so here's my analysis. <clears throat> I want to know if this is real. Why don't we hear about it anymore? Don't you think we would have heard about disappearing t uh, airplanes, disappearing ships, disappearing tanks? It seems like if this is technology that they had working in the 1940s, we'd, we'd see this by now. It's been quite a while. 60, 75 years. This should be mainstream technology. Everyone should have access to it. So that's my first thought on this particular uh, story. My second one, and this one doesn't get me a lot of friends, but I'll explain my thoughts in just a bit. Um, it's based on Einstein, so it's probably fake. Now, now I know what you're thinking. You're like, you, you think you're smarter than Einstein? Probably. Probably. Because Einstein does not strike me as a very brilliant person. Um, I think Einstein is kind of a joke. Um, I think he was a puppet and was basically just put out as a character uh, that the military, uh, namely probably the CIA, cooked up as a face man to say, look, we have our legendary genius wizard who will destroy you with his advanced technology. Um, and so I'll be explaining some of my reasons for believing that. But the, the main one being I've read some of his work and it strikes me as the I'm writing big words and fancy words to seem like I'm a smart person when in reality I just can't explain my thoughts. Um, and there are people much smarter than me who have had similar experiences, which we'll be looking at here in just a bit. Uh, the second or the third reason that I'm skeptical of this whole experiment is it has the telltale signs of what CIA operations do all the time. And this happens all the time with various government agencies. Um, the CIA actually hires a lot of magicians and uh, marketing agencies to design some of their campaigns. This is a very common thing. So I'm very familiar with the tactics and technique. And one of the big obvious calling cards that the CIA always uses is a very dramatic and graphic imagery. And it sounds like the story plays out like a movie. When you find stuff in real life that's playing out exactly like a movie and is 
designed with those marketing appeals of the people vanishing coming in and out of existence and screaming in terror and being melted into bars when you get those very graphic specific details typically that's manipulation through a marketing form um, typically from a government agency so that's another reason i'm skeptical about this philadelphia experiment and so my conclusion is I think that what was likely happening is that they were trying out new technology to actually hide their ship. I think that did happen. Um, and to cover up that testing, much like you saw with Roswell, um, you create this insane hyperbolic narrative story over the top, and then you pass it along to people and the public and conspiracy theorists so that they talk about it. And then that acts as basically counter news. So the enemies don't look at it and look there. They basically say, oh, that's the crazy conspiracy people. It's not actually real, obviously. But in reality, they really were testing their technology. So that's my thoughts. And to add a little bit to the points on Einstein here, um, Tesla was also very skeptical of Einstein's work. And Tesla is a much smarter man than Einstein by Einstein's own admission. And if you just read his writing, um, my opinion, I think Einstein is just a World War II Stephen Hawking's. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Stephen Hawking's. He's um, a fake genius that is touted out in modern day to basically push whatever political crap is in the news that they want to be pushed. And so basically every generation, the government picks a few people to call their geniuses and say that they're the smart ones, the wise ones, they know everything, they get everything right, and so on and so forth. And then they get them to say whatever talking points that they want. Um, Stephen Hawking's is our modern day. Um, they're trying to get Elon Musk to do that as well. That's why they propped him up. Um, so that's kind of what you're seeing happen there. Um, but when asked... Uh, when Tesla was asked about Einstein to review his uh, relativity theory, um, Tesla basically just called him out. He's like, this thing is crap. He's just using garbage and flair and over-the-top language to hide the fact that he's not really saying anything at all. Um, he literally said, uh, the theory is like a beggar clothed in purple who uh, ignorant people take for a king, purple being the royal color. Um and so this is one of the reasons why I'm very skeptical of Einstein. Um, anytime I see his name being used, I think, ah, oh, this is a political puppet. This is the government slapping his name on something to make it seem more amazing, more dramatic, more important than it actually is. And um, so that's my particular take on this theory of the Philadelphia Experiment. But what do you guys think? What are your thoughts? Have you guys read about the Philadelphia Experiment? Have you heard about it? If not, I highly recommend checking it out. It's very interesting, if nothing else, for the scary story of it. Um, in fact, I think there's a Twilight episode that was sort of based on it as well, which is pretty awesome. Um, and with that, let's get into our live wizard readings. Lisa's also looking for a read. Awesome. Let's get you on the list, Lisa. By the way, if you guys want to financially support the stream, uh, it's greatly appreciated. 
you can do so at paypal.me forward slash ask wizard you can pay whatever you think a reading is worth that will get you a three card wizard reading as well and you can send letters to me at p.o box 8881 missoula montana 59807 um, you can send your letters and i will read them live on air and if you send financial support there, I greatly appreciate it, but it is not required at all. And uh, if you don't want me to read it on air, just right at the top, please don't read on air, and I will not read it on air. So let's get these live wizard readings going here. First up on the list is Naz. Naz, are you here? Let me know in the comments below, Naz, and we'll get your reading started. If there's anything in particular you'd like a reading about, Naz, let me know, and we'll get that reading started shortly. Then after that, we have the one, the only, the legendary Hannah. Hannah having some major experiences with telekinesis later today. By the way, later on in this stream, we're going to be looking at some evidence for telekinesis as I research more information for my new magic effects. I'm trying to develop a levitation slash telekinesis effect. And so we're looking at some pretty cool videos of that later on today. Let's see. Naz, are you here? Naz? Can you make a noise for me, Naz, in the comments below? By the way, after these readings here, we're going to be moving on to some incredible videos. Uh, you're going to watch an IRL Velociraptor attack. We're going to see a sewer gator caught on camera and a terrifying mutant goat. So if you're interested in those kinds of things, stick around and share this stream out. Like and share the stream so that you can get on the list for the next round of free readings, which will be coming very soon. Um, all right, Naz, we're going to give you the roll call. Let's give him the call. Going once. Going twice. And sold. All right, Naz is off the list. Let's move on to the next person who is Hannah. Hannah, you are up. Hannah, let me know in the comments below if you're here. We're going to get your reading started shortly. Hannah, it's time for your reading. And then after that, we have Cole. Cole and Hannah are up next. Um, is Are we having a connection issue? Because... I just saw my numbers go from 10 to zero instantaneously. What's going on here? Um, hey, Boxy, how's it going? Welcome, welcome. And now it's telling me I have seven people here. What, what, is, what is happening? Um, are we having some technical issues? Are we glitching out? Let me know in the comments below if things are going crazy. Um, Cole and Hannah, if you're here, please let me know in the comments below and we'll get you reading started. Hi, I'd like to see, I'd like to see one on my soulmate. You can develop an exercise telekinesis ability with a foil box cut into a square needle. Ooh, yeah, we did that on an experiment of ours, Lisa. Um, what I do is I take a, uh, a eraser and then we take a paper clip and we fold it out straight and we stick it into the eraser and then we fold uh, foil and even paper as well. Um, some people work better with paper. Some people work better with metal into like a little triangle pyramid and we let people uh move it at home if you're into that kind of thing lisa you should check out my tiktok uh, magic show we do those uh every day at 7 20 p.m pacific coast time right before this stream things are fine to me awesome hannah sweet uh hi i'd like to see one on my soulmate all right hannah let us begin do 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 hannah's looking for insight on soulmates now as you know i don't believe in soulmates i think that we are able to become partners with lots of different people um the secret to a good relationship is to make partnership with people to uh, work and grow together uh, to work towards your strengths and have them offset your weaknesses and have their 
their strengths where your weaknesses are and your strengths where their weaknesses are and to help each other grow. Um, man and women are very, very different. Um, we are gifted and sh uh, gifted and weak at very different things. And we come together as a package to really help each other out. And um, so I think that it's really important to have an ongoing negotiation and work to improve with your soul mate, if you want to call it that. Um, but that being said, let's get some advice regarding this. All right, so what we got popping up here for you is the King of Wands. All right, so the King of Wands, I'm gonna test this out, see if this works. Boom, King of Wands. So the King of Wands is about knowledge of the principles. And this is actually really on point with what I was just saying regarding uh, a soulmate. If you are interested in finding your soulmate, the beginning of that journey is inward. It's about asking ourselves, what do I want from a relationship? What do I want to be in my ideal situation? And um, what am I bringing to the table to get what I want? Um, how am I going to be the kind of person who is worthy of what I'm after? And so that is an internal self-reflection. That's about taking knowledge of your own principles. What are the things I believe in? What are the things I definitely need in a relationship where it's just a complete no-go? Versus what are the things that are, you know, they're nice to haves, but it's not a requirement. So for example, maybe it's that a man who is loyal to me and will not cheat on me might be a no-go. If he cheats on me, I'm done when the relationship's over. But perhaps a, um, a smaller one might be something along the lines of like, he needs to be six feet tall or higher. Well, maybe you could compromise. Maybe if they're 5'10", but they're awesome people, it's not the biggest deal. So figure out what that is for you. And then by doing this, you're actually programming your brain to look for those kinds of people in the environment because you're now targeting someone. You're not just waiting for anything. You've actually put a filter onto your paracosm of life and you're looking for people who meet the criteria of what you're looking for in a relationship. So that would be my recommendation for you. I hope that helps you out. I hope that gives you some insights. And we're going to move on to the next reading. It looks like Naz has made a return. Hello, Naz. How's it going? Uh, Hannah, let me know if that is helpful for you and give you the insights you're looking for. Let me know. I'm sorry I had to leave. Uh, did I skip my reading? Yes, Naz. Uh, that's all right, though. We could get your reading going right here in just a bit. Uh, right now. Jen Plays. Hi. I don't have internet. Hello. Did I miss my reading? Hey, how's it going, Jen Plays? Um, did I miss my reading? Yeah, yes, but we can get your reading going right now, Naz. Hi, Jen, I see you. Yes, uh, he did, Naz. All right, um, we'll do Naz, and then we have Cole coming up after that. Uh, we'll squeeze Cole in. Thank you, Donut. No problem at all, Hannah. Glad I was able to help. Awesome, awesome. All right, let's get Naz a reading. Uh, by the way, if you'd like to support the stream and get a three-card reading, uh, you can pay whatever you think a reading is worth at paypal.me forward slash askawizard. Pay whatever you think a reading is worth, and you'll get a three-card reading for that amount. Also, you can send your support at P.O. Box 8888-1, Missoula, Montana, 59807. That is the place to send support letters, which I will read live on air. All right, Naz. Thank you. So sorry for leaving. No problem at all, Naz. Uh, anything in particular you're looking for a reading about? Let me know in the comments below. By the way, after we get these readings done here, we are going to be doing some amazing videos that include... Oh. IRL Velociraptor Attacks. 
sewer gators, and mutant goats. All coming up in just a bit along with some telekinesis videos and we're going to be showing you a skill that could literally save your guys' lives. If you learn the skill that you're going to be learning uh, in just a bit, it can literally end up saving your life at some point in the future and give you the ability to feed your family. General reading. All right, Naz, let's go. And Cole, you are up next. If there's anything in particular you'd like a reading about, let me know in the comments below. Ooh, all right. So we got the Page of Swords. So Naz has finally stopped getting aces every single day and has now moved on to the Page of Swords. So this is about being inexperienced with knowledge. So we're seeing that you've begun your journey and now you're entering into the phase where you're making some beginner mistakes. You're, you're still working things out. Um, but it's not a bad time. This is sometimes people beat themselves up thinking, oh, I'm so dumb. I'm making such obvious mistakes. What's wrong with me? And this card is saying, no, 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 no. That's part of the process. Being inexperienced is the beginning. Uh, as the great philosopher Jake the Dog from Adventure Time once said, sucking at stuff is the first step to being sort of good at stuff. And that's a really true philosophy. you know. And so this card really brings true with that particular philosophy here. It's don't beat yourself up. It's okay to be making mistakes. You're just starting out on a new place, a new world, a new adventure, a new friends. And uh, enjoy the ride. Enjoy that fun. And you're going to have a good time. So that's what this card represents for you here, Naz. I hope that helps you out. hope that gives you some insights. And good luck on your new journey, Naz. All right. Next up, we have Cole. Uh, hey, how's it going, Jen Plays? Welcome, welcome. Cole, you are up. And then after Cole, we have Lisa. Lisa and Cole. So Cole, if you'd like a reading, let me know in the comments below that you're still here and what you'd like a reading about. And then we will get uh, Lisa started after that. And once we have done so, we'll be doing videos about Velociraptor attacks, sewer gators, and mutant goats. Do, 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 do. No problem at all, Naz. Glad to hear I was able to help. Dun, 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 dun. By the way, you can uh, send support, throw some money in the tip jar at paypal.me forward slash askawizard. That's the place to do it. Cole, Cole, are you here? Can you make a noise for me, Cole? Cole, I, I can't hear you. I saw you posted recently, but now I don't see you anymore. Are you here, Cole? And Lisa? Trying to summon, summoning Cole and Lisa. Can you make a noise for me, Cole? I, I, I'm getting something. Lisa and Cole are coming through. It looks like Cole's looking for a general reading. All right, let's get you a reading, Cole. <laughs> All right. Ooh, Cole popping off with a fantastic card here. This is the uh, this is the chariot. Uh, the chariot is a really really. Whoa, that's weird. Why does it do that? Oh, that's cool. Uh, so the chariot is a really, really cool card. Uh, what this represents is you have been put into the position where you have weighed the pros and cons. You have thought about the positives and negatives in regards to your strategy. You've put thought and plan into what you're trying to do. And now the path is clear and it is time to take action. You have got a good solid game plan and all that's left is to implement the plan so um, this is saying the path has been cleared you've set up a solid plan a solid strategy and you are ready to go so try that idea out test it um, again make sure that you're doing it at the lowest risk possible smallest test possible as i always am teaching you guys in regards to business but 
uh, you've got a good plan let's give it a try see what it, how it where it takes us and that is the uh, reading I got there for you Cole all right Jen Play says I don't have any um, you don't have any what I don't know what he's talking about my internet is slow no problem at all Cole that is all right and then Lisa you are up next Lisa is there anything in particular you're looking for insights on let me know in the comments below and we'll get your reading started shortly by the way, if you'd like to get a live wizard reading like all these amazing owls are getting right now, all you need to do is like and share the stream. That qualifies you for a one-card reading for free. If you want to upgrade that to a three-card reading, go to paypal.me forward slash askawizard. Pay whatever you think a reading is worth, and you will get a three-card reading. And you can send your letters and support to P.O. Box 888-1-Missoula-Montana-59. 807. When you send a letter there, I will read that live on air. And um, if you want me to, if not, just write that you don't want me to. And uh, that is a great place to reach out as well. Lisa's looking for a general reading. Let us begin. Boom. Ooh, interesting. Lisa coming off at the end here with a little bit of drama, a little bit of sadness. So we see the Five of Cups. So the Five of Cups is a disruption in emotion. So what this represents is being in this that situation where all, we got our hopes up. We expected things were going one direction. We realized, you know, this is it. We think this is the path. We think this is how things are going to go. And then we find out we're not there yet. There, There's a ways to go. We've got quite a lot to still do. Um, it doesn't mean that our hopes are dashed and destroyed. It doesn't mean that we failed. It's just we've still got a long ways to go. It's going to take a lot of work and, to get to where we're trying to go. And um, that's hard to hear. But the bright side is you can still see that the destination you're trying to get to is still in the distance. You can still reach that goal. It's just going to take a bit longer to get there than you were expecting. So um, take that as the silver lining here. Um, don't let your emotions bring you down. Don't give up. Don't quit. Your your ability to reach what you're striving for is still there. It's just going to take a little longer than you were expecting. And so that's what we see popping up here for you, Lisa. I hope that helps you out. I hope that gives you some insights. And we're going to move on to the videos. Do, 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 do. All right, Jen Play says, I need to go now. I have to go to bed. Night, night, and I hope you have a nice time. I might come back in one, two minutes, but I have to go. Bye. Goodbye, Jen Play. See you in a little bit. We're going to be starting the videos right now. All right, let's begin. IRL, Velociraptor attacks, sewer gators, and mutant goats. So much more on incredible videos with Ask a Wizard. Let's begin. I'm loving that my mouse has returned. That's nice. Making my job a little bit easier. All right. Let's get this going. So I have two different videos of the Velociraptor. Um, I think that it's important for you guys to see both because um, this it's just... I had no idea that this existed. <laughs> I, I didn't know that these were a thing. And, and frankly, it, it's it's terrifying. Um, we're getting tons of ads here. I think this is it. Here we go. All right, let's take down the overlay. Here we go. Okay, so this is what's called a cassowary, and it is a real-life velociraptor. It, it, just watch. That bird is about four feet tall. It has a talon on its foot 
that it can literally gore you with and it can poke out your eyes and kill you. It's currently attacking this guy. I don't know if you guys are familiar with turkeys. My grandma raised wild turkeys. Um, those talons on a turkey, which is about, eh, I'd say a fourth the size of this bird here, uh, a talon on a turkey can kill you. It can uh, slice your neck and kill you. Uh, it can poke out your eye, um, poke all the way into the brain. Uh, this could gore you. This can cut an artery. This thing's four times the size of a turkey. He's explaining how he'll go. They specifically target your neck, your groin, and your stomach. They can literally, like the Jurassic Park movie, they can gut your stomach. So you saw him attacking earlier in the beginning. I don't know if they'll show anymore. I want you to see the attack again. Boom. Look at this. Boom. Boom. Crazy attack, right? Now, you're thinking to yourself, all right, all right, Tyler, that, that's, that's intense, but, I mean, come on. Like, how, how likely, what, what is this going to be like in the real world? Come on. I mean, it's just a dumb bird, right? Oh, you'd be surprised. You would be surprised. You see, uh, as you're about to see, they just chill in parks. This is one in the wild. So you're just sitting here having a campfire, right? having a good time and everything's going well and this is here and what's scary about this is it's just big enough to where you're like oh that's a weird bird guys check this out like you're not freaked out by that you don't think oh this is a creature that is a real life velociraptor that can slice my throat and kill me no you think that's like a weird turkey thing right no this thing can literally just straight up murder you Check out how fast this thing is. Boom! <laughs> Look at that. The thing's sprinting. And you hear the tour guide there. Uh, the tour guide, as soon as they saw it running, they all sprinted and left. Um, because the you know you have those things running around through the forest. They'll literally just kill you. Uh, Lisa says, thank you. Wow, why are they so mean? Uh, they're, they're, they're not. I don't know if they're mean necessarily. I think they're predators. That's just what they do. Um... You should try energy balls for expansion to your show. Um, that would be really awesome. However, um, I do those on my magic shows and my Facebook shows. On the live stream, I tend to just do uh, more like an entertainment show for uh, the lecture and philosophy and, and the wizardry element of things. Um, but I will, I'll look into that. Maybe we can do it at some point in the future. Check this out. It's just, just incredible so this is one just chilling out in the ocean just chilling out in the water eating some fish you'd never think anything of it right you just think oh that's a normal bird no idea that that thing could just straight up shank you in the face and kill you that's the cassowary the real life velociraptor boys and girls hey jen plays how's it going um absolutely horrifying now let's move on to another incredible video all right let's see here where are you oh yes Oh man, this one, this one is absolutely freaky. I wish I could see the video, but I can't. 
No problem at all, Jen. You're about to see another video. And you can watch the playback as well. So I just want you to imagine. You're playing outside. You're playing soccer. Maybe baseball. Just, just hanging out. Having a good time. Ah, crap. The ball. You, you kicked the ball. It went down the gutter. How often does that happen? You dropped your phone in the gutter. Oh no, your your remote control car, you, you dropped in the gutter. What do you gotta do? You gotta hop on in and you gotta go deep in there and you gotta get it. This is what this man is experiencing right now. I don't have an alligator in my sewer. <laughs> this is the real world. We live in a world where, look at that, and you can see, I think there literally is a toy that he was going down to get. So he was trying to get his ball for his, I think his kids. You can see that that ball is sitting there, right there, right outside the gator's face. Is that not the most, just, oh. You hear it hissing. Dude, get away from that thing. You have no idea how fast they are. Oh. <laughs> People ask, uh, one of the owls is asking, he's like, are, dra are dragons real? Uh, that's, a, that's an alligator. That's a real alligator just living in a sewer. I believe this is in Florida. Um, <laughs> are, are dragons real? Yeah, they're called alligators. They'll kill you. It's horrifying. Um... Good morning, night, afternoon, noon, and evening. Well, good, good, good morning, afternoon, night, and evening to you as well, Jen. Please, uh, that is an alligator in a sewer. So uh, next time, before you check in your sewer and just stick your hand in there, make sure you take a peekaroo because you uh, might be getting nibbled on by a giant alligator. The final one I wanted to show you here is this thing is freaking weird. Uh, this guy is basically IRL. IRL uh, Schmeagel from Lord of the Rings. IRL Gollum. Um, it's it's freaky. This is a goat. It's a mutant goat that was discovered in China. And uh, as you know, China is filled with uh, viruses and mutant animals, including bats. So let's take a look at what, <laughs> at what we got here. Uh, we're going to go to Walmart to buy another ball. He can keep it. Exactly. Exactly. That is the right response, Lisa. <laughs> All right. Check this guy out. No. Look, I'm going to make a prediction. Alex has not seen this yet. Uh, Alexandria OPVs has not seen this yet. She's going to say that it's cute. Guaranteed. She likes to say ugly things are cute. That's a goat. <laughs> That's a goat, guys. Oh my god. It looks like he's struggling to stand up, which is a little sad. Uh, I, I feel bad for him. Hey, Brazy, how's it going? Uh, welcome. But look at that face. It looks. It looks. Look at that. That's literally Gollum. 
That's right there. He wants your ring. He wants the process. <laughs> that was such a bad. That was such a bad impression. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, Peavy's, is it cute? Let me know. Freaking bizarre, isn't that? So that's Schmeagol. That is Schmeagol the goat. Is that the Cyclops goat? No, no. This one, I think he has two eyes. He's just, his face kind of looks like Gollum. Crazy. Uh, the sky is up. Yes. Uh, is that Cyclops? No, don't be mean to him. Oh, I'm not being mean to him. He just looks like Gollum. Oh, look at his little tongue. <laughs> So that's Gollum the goat. Uh, I think it's cool. I can see how it's cute. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. You guys are crazy. So that is Gollum the goat. Um, I think he's pretty, pretty cool dude. Um, you know, he's got a lot going for him. He's a goat. Looks like Gollum. Congratulations. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, let us move on to a video. Uh, First off, as you guys know, new segment of the internet. This is called Legends of the Internet. Uh, this man's YouTube channel literally might save your life. Um, as opposed to what other YouTubers have been doing that I've been watching, um, I watch streamers and the main way that they grow their channels is by being terrible, awful people and insulting other channels, putting them down, taking other people down, just being an absolute jerk um, to people until they recognize them for being jerks and then... Um, that gets them attention and then people come to their channel. I'm going to be doing the opposite and that's what I'm calling legends of the internet. We're gonna be covering YouTubers that I find that I think are awesome and have amazing stuff that you should check out. And we're gonna do it in a positive way rather than a negative way. That doesn't mean I won't tease and have fun, but um, these people are amazing and this guy literally might save your life. So no problem uh, at all, Jen plays. I don't know what that is in reference to, but yes. So check this guy out and then afterwards i'm going to be giving you guys an experiment that you can try at home for yourself um like today for for nothing and doing so may literally not figuratively save your family's life in the future it's quite incredible uh, of course we got an ad hey at least he's monetized No, 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 not you. Get out of here. All right, here we go. This man's name is, uh, we'll get this, the channel is called Growing Up Garden. He's got 1.98 subscribers right now, uh, 1,000 subscribers. So definitely go over his way, give him some subs if you wanna, I don't know, save your lives. Uh, this is how to grow a hundred pounds of potatoes in a four foot square feet. Uh, four, four square feet. Everybody, it's Kyle from Growing Up Garden. Today, I want He's currently standing in the four foot square, the four square foot box. <laughs> four square foot box. To see if it's possible to grow 100 pounds of potatoes in a four square foot box. No, no problem. Alright, so he's giving you the designs here. We're going to 
and again, if you guys want to build this yourselves, um, follow along. I just want to give you guys the general principles here. So what it requires is lumber, potato seeds, soil, and watering. So as you can see, this is a very basic design. This is something you could put together in a weekend without even trying. Um, it, this is going to be kind of expensive. Um, you know, you might have to spend 25, 30 bucks on the uh, materials, but you know, 100 pounds of potatoes. I have an hour till I can leave, but I can't see the. Uh, I have an hour till I can leave, but I can't see the. Bit. You guys are not able to see the videos online. Let's see what's going on here. Um, it, it appears that it is working. I'm, I'm seeing Gen play. Maybe try refreshing Gen plays. Um, I'm able to see them. I have the uh, live stream up on my screen right now. So, you make a wooden box. You stuff it with potatoes. Uh, he's going through the explanations here on how it works. Um, again, um, if you want to follow along with him, you can do this. Uh, you can watch his entire video. Um, I just want to show you guys what is possible here. So here's the actual box. So he started to construct the actual box. And he's got the seed potatoes here. So he's done this. He set it up. He's constructed it. Now we're going to take a look at what he was able to produce. Is there any snow or beer sniffles where you live uh there is snow uh, it's not snowing currently and the beer sniffles is a flu the, the flu is everywhere it doesn't affect anyone it's just the flu don't worry about it before i plant this out i wanted to show you guys the soil i'm going to be using for this test and some so the key here is the soil there's my soil and then he just places these spud potatoes here so all he's doing is making that whole box and then putting layers of these seed potatoes. After he places those in, he's gonna have 100 pounds of potatoes in this entire box. You could set this up in your front yard. You could have four of these side by side right outside your window seal in an apartment. And you'd have 400 pounds of potatoes. That's enough food to feed your family. That's enough food to get the calories you need. A potato is one of the most nutritiously dense animals, or animals, foods you can eat. It is, um, gives you every single nutrient you need except, I believe, vitamin D. Alex knows what this is. So by simply drinking milk uh, or having butter um, alongside this or mushrooms, you have literally all the nutrients you need to survive um, any food crisis that might happen in the future. So if you're worried about food, you're saying, oh, Tyler, the news says the food supply chains are going to go down. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is what you can do. You can build this and have the food you need for your family in a extreme... You don't need a yard. You don't need a garden. You can literally grow all the food you need straight here from these potatoes. Just water, dirt, and starter spuds. All of this is doable in a four foot square foot radius. It seems like it could serve good meals when they are ready. Oh, let me tell you. This is going to be the best potatoes you ever have. A fresh potato is unlike anything uh, compared to what you're getting in the stores. Jen says, cool. Uh, you can grow new veggies and fruit from things you already eaten, like potatoes from potatoes. Yes, indeed. Pineapples from pineapples. That's correct. That is awesome. Good information from Lisa. Dropping that knowledge in the chat. Um, now, you're asking yourself, I, I know. I get that this is a lot. 
you know, there's woodworking, dirt, starter spuds. This is a lot of work to get started. So what I want to do next is um, you let you guys turn this into something that you can do right now and start practicing. Um, this is an experiment you can take home to your family. And as a result, you can have fun, learn and grow and have some of the best potatoes you'll ever have in your life and learn a life-saving skill all at the same time. So this is how to feed your family without a garden. Let's say you're in an apartment. Worst case scenario, you're locked in an apartment, you're in a city, there's a food crisis, you don't even have a garden. Uh, what do you do? How are you gonna grow food? How are you going to eat um, for your family? You're gonna be learning how to do that right now in this video. And this is with stuff literally just laying around in your house. Um, oh goodness, why is that happening? Um, literally laying around in your house that you can use right now um, with the exception of, well, you can even, use, as Lisa said, you can use old potatoes as well. Come back to the garden. I hope you're having a wonderful day. In today's episode, I'm going to... Oh, do we got that going? Let's see. There we go. I'm going to show you guys how we're growing these potatoes in a five-gallon bucket. By the way, uh, this guy's channel, just as a heads up, uh, Expedition Homestead, check him out if you're interested. Uh, you're gonna be learning how to do this right now at home on your own today. You could do this this, this weekend with a Home Depot bucket. Um, you can start growing potatoes with your families and friends just for fun and get some food. First, a five gallon bucket, a soil mixture, which the best soil mixture that you can get is about one third peat moss, one third regular topsoil, and then one third so he's teaching you all the specifics on exactly how to make the soil. Um, a pro tip, you can also have a worm farm in your home for fun, um, where you throw your garden, uh, your, your food produce, uh, so your eggshells, your, your carrot tops, your celery, and the worms eat it, and they create some of the best soil in the entire world. My friend is starting on. Uh, all right, it's past my bedtime. See you later. Good night. See you later, Brazy. Um... Does anyone have a tip for starting a YouTube channel? Uh, make stuff that people want to see and don't try to be famous. Uh, try to be the best product for 1,000 people. Okay, good night. Good night. See you later. Uh, I'll see you guys later. So you're going to be going with the soil. I just want to show you guys. This is the design that he has here that you can literally start doing right now at home. So he's got his spuds. These are just spuds from the grocery stores that get buds. Any spuds that have those little green nubs when they get old, that's them turning into more potatoes. He's got a Home Depot bucket there. Pretty cool, right? Okay, so you can, yeah, th this video is going to give you the tutorials on the exact specifics, but more or less you're leaving a basic potato just sitting out in the sun for a couple of weeks until it starts sprouting spuds. That's what's going to get you the starter spud. Then what you're going to do is drop that bad boy into some good soil right in the bottom of a bucket like so. Let's get that shot here. Boom, he's placing the starter potatoes right in the bottom. And then you just fill it up with dirt 
and you're going to be growing your own potatoes. You're going to have your own potato harvest. You can start this this weekend today and have the skill set necessary to grow the food to feed your family by the end of this year. You will know what it takes and how easy it is. And so if you're ever put in a situation, if you're ever put in this this horrifying predicament that might happen in the future of, you know, you want to get groceries, you need to be vaccinated. You want to get groceries, you have to wear um, our, our, you need to take our chip. Whatever nonsense and lies that might be in the future, uh, you can say no. You can turn it away. You can grow your own food. You can survive. And let me tell you, if a tyranny like that is ever passed, it will not last long enough. Uh, for, it won't last for very long. Other alternatives will appear. And so if you need to wait it out, even if it's three months or six months, you have the skill set to do it now. And this is going to really help you guys. Um, and if nothing else, it's a fun experiment. If the worst case scenario happens, you're prepared. If the best case scenario happens, you get to have an amazing potato feast with your family and friends with homegrown food that you grew yourself at home in a bucket in your apartment. Um, I need to go. All right. See you later, Jen, please. The potatoes also enrich the soil, too. That is correct. I think you have to throw in some radishes, though, to... Uh, to uh to stabilize them so that is it guys that is the technique that might literally save your life i highly recommend doing this this is all part of the um segment of my show called the build grow and create these are things that you can do at home on your own and start implementing them in your actual life and i hope that that helps you out and gives you guys the insights that you are looking for now we're going to move on to the study of levitation and telekinesis. So if you uh, happen to join us on today's Facebook, on Facebook, I journey on to what I like to think of as a pirate ship. I hop onto Facebook and I sail through the seas of the internet looking for interesting videos and various topics and um, with the goal of it helping me with my magic. I'm a magician at the Magic Castle and I do uh, magic and illusions and I am currently interested in the topic of telekinesis. I also do it for research for the stream as well. Um, and we have found a few on our pirating adventures that you might recognize and we're going to be showing you guys those today. Some of them seem real, some of them seem a little fake, um, and we're going to try and figure out which ones do you guys think are the coolest so that I can try and recreate them with magic and illusion. So let's get those guys popped up right now. Okay, but what your picture about Lisa Hip? Okay, but what your picture about Lisa, huh? I don't know what's going on. Um, I think you guys are just chatting amongst yourselves. Awesome. Sweet. So let's get this going here. So this first one, uh, we're going to have to be careful because she's a bit of a potty mouth. And I try to keep this stream clean. And um, this person cannot seem to control, um, be be classy with their, with their language. Um, so I'm going to try my best to dodge that. But if that does happen to occur, my apologies in advance. Um, this person named Sarah did not make it very easy. Um, if you'd like to check out her channel, it is called Sarah Grant uh, right here. She's got 8,000, 8.02K subscribers. Um, the title of the video is If Telekinesis is Just Sci-Fi, Then Why Can I Do It? And so we're going to check this out. Uh, I got more time. Awesome. I see. I see. 
uh, gen play. Awesome. So this is Sarah. Alright, so I think we got the spot here where she's a little bit more a little bit more clean. Uh, because if if it was just the fucking movies Ugh, Come on, come on, Sarah. And we didn't have telekinetic powers, then why can I why can I do this? because um, you're trying to do a dance of some sort? Maybe that's why. Uh, so the backstory here, again, I had to cut a lot of this out just because of the, the filthy language. Um, Sarah is basically uh, saying that, you know, people have powers that we don't talk about. They try to hide this from us. Um, you know, they don't want to tell you that you're gifted and have great gifts. And one of the gifts she has is telekinesis, and she wants to know why she can do this if telekinesis isn't real. Could you play muted? Ooh, Hannah, that's a great idea. Thank you very much, Hannah. Take two. She's going to give it a second try. It took her a minute because she was a little upset. <laughs> My goodness. So that's Sarah's example of telekinesis. Um, and then she goes on a diatribe and rant about how we're infected with fungus chips, microchips, trying to control our minds. And um, they don't want us to know that we can move stuff. So um, that's our first demonstration. So I went a little deep. And again, on Facebook, this is uncensored. It's live. Um, if you ever want to join us on those pirate adventures, that is the place to do it. Facebook live, facebook.com forward slash ask a wizard. Um, we went deeper into her channel and looked into this. It does seem that she, um, she's exhibiting some signs that would make you believe that, um, maybe there's some other things going on here that aren't exactly, uh, how would you say the, the most uh, stable uh it seems that there is uh, some fixation with paranoia hearing voices um this this thing about skin things being placed under your skin to track you by the government th that kind of thing so i i don't think this demonstration is um particularly real from that standpoint however I think the effect is kind of cool. So I think the idea of someone just going and closing a drawer or a table is pretty awesome. Um, from a levitate, from a telekinesis perspective, I like the visual of that. Uh, we're going to watch some other visuals as well. So you guys can let me know which ones you think look the coolest in the comments. And then what I'm going to try and do is that over time, I'm going to try and make my own telekinesis demonstration using magic and illusion. Um, and so that's kind of what the research here is all about. So that's the first demonstration that we came across. Um, this is another one. This one came in from Wise Owl as a recommendation. <laughs> what in the world is this? Hey guys, if you want to get abs, eat eggs, eat eggs. <laughs> Ads are so bad. Okay. So um, this one came in from Wise Owl. Uh, 90 or, wait, what was that? Uh, sorry, but they found the code. What, what is this? Uh, my screen, I get more time, yay. 
Jen, I sell crystals and do readings. Cool, Lisa, that's awesome. Uh, could you play it muted? Yes, thank you very much, Hannah. Lol, sorry, but they, they found the COVID, uh, I'm sorry, they found the beer sniffle vaccine. Uh, a flu isn't a vaccine, it's the common cold, guys. They have a flu vaccine every year. It's, it's just the flu. It's nothing more dangerous than the flu. It, the, they're shutting down the country because there's an attempted coup going on right now against our government with a tag team of half of our uh, political office in China. They, they declared China declared war on us in 2018. It's, the beer sniffles is not something to worry about. Um, just don't worry about the flu. <laughs> okay, you're going to be fine, guys. Um, so uh for real an ideal woman got it I, I don't i don't know what you're talking about but all right we're gonna move on to what's actually interesting and cool which is uh telekinesis all right so this one came in from wise owl um this one again there, there seems to be some stuff where i'm thinking maybe magic is going on but it does claim to be genuine um this one does not have any swearing in it which i appreciate and the guy does seem to be more or less pretty genuine about this topic he uh backstory on this claims that he has been able to do this since a young age it's something he practices um he has to meditate and focus on and um it's just a gift that runs in his family and people have been able to do it so this is demonstration number two so the first one we saw of course was the uh sarah being able to close the door with her hand now this one is the uh, greek demonstration let me get you that plug there of course um this one comes from The Greek Pianist. You can uh, subscribe to his channel here. And the title of this video is called Real Te Telekinesis on Video. All right. So he's going with like a Emperor Palpatine <laughs> approach. All right. Ooh, okay, okay. Getting some motion. That's cool. That's nice. This is this is typical of the the levitation or telekinesis demonstrations I typically do. I like to do small piece of paper, move it across the table, kind of thing. Uh, uh, I'm a telekinesis zombie. <laughs> Just seems a bit dramatic. Hey, Jen, plays. How's it going? Yeah, it seems seems a little, a little too much. Okay, so there was a cut there. I don't know why there was a cut, so I'm a little suspicious. Okay, so from my my wizard senses are tingling because he's doing a lot of obvious magician hand things. Uh, when a magician does stuff, um, they they tend to overemphasize stuff like, look, my hands are empty and um, things of that nature. Those those over the top gestures um, because they're trying to hide something. So I, I am a little I'm a little suspicious, but this does look pretty cool. I think that from a demonstration perspective, it looks awesome. I think that he moves on and does another one here with the let's see if we can speed this up a bit so this is just from the side doing the same thing so he moves it a little bit more 
He also does it with a paper ball. Um, let's see if I can skip ahead to that. Boom. So this is a similar setup, but this time he's going to do it with a paper ball. Now, again, I'm super skeptical here because the hand, the hand gesture he's doing here is a stereotypical hand gesture uh, designed by a coin magician named Bobo, uh, Bobo's Coin Magic. And so that is a big tell for magicians. Magicians do this gesture a lot. Um, so that's what makes me think that he might be a magician. Um, not sure, but that, that's my thought. His forearms are also very strong. Uh, as you can see here, you can see the definition of the muscle. Uh, magicians all have really strong version of this muscle right here, as you can see, and then this muscle right here. Those two um, are always really strong. It's a telltale sign that it's a magician. It could, it, it doesn't necessarily mean he's a magician. I just, I, I thinking the hand gestures, the, the, the beautiful slight work, and then out of habit, and then the, the muscular arms, I, I'm thinking he might be a magician. What thoughts on Houdini? Let me see here. Come on, speed it up, bud. I know it's a big ball, you gotta move. I get it. It's a lot of energy, it's a lot of work. Interesting, going for the one hand. I like the ball. I like the ball better. I think that that's cooler. I think the ball looks better than the piece of paper. See, it looks like it's moving without him trying to do anything. Okay, so that's the ball demonstration there, guys. So um, that's the levitations number uh, two. So it seems like he's just scooting it across the table. The other one's more of a distance closing a drawer. Um, I feel like this one seems like how a magician would demonstrate it. Um, the first one with uh, Sarah, I feel like her method seems more like what you would expect real telekinesis to be like. Is like if you were there was a door closed and you didn't want to get off the couch, you'd just be like and close the door. Uh, I think that's cool. But what do you guys think in terms of like impressiveness? Which which one do you find more compelling, more interesting for you to watch? Uh, let me know in the comments below. We have one more demonstration here just to give you an idea that telekinesis is actually real. I know it's crazy. I know it's absurd, but I'm going to show you this is a real thing. Like scientists are just moving stuff with their minds. And um, I'm going to show it to you guys right now. I know that sounds absurd, but I'll tell you what. Let me get to the comments here right after this stupid ad. <sighs> I hate ads. All right. Uh, what are your thoughts on Houdini? Um, I think Houdini was an incredible showman. Uh, I highly respect Houdini's capacity to promote himself and to um, advertise. And I think that he was really, really great at... I mean, he took a niche within a niche magic itself is pretty niche and he went even deeper into escapology 
and became one of the biggest sensations in the world for his time. Uh, absolutely incredible. Um, very gifted band in that regard. I find that to be um, really awesome what he did. And um, yeah, yeah, that, that's my thoughts on Houdini. Um, I just found out about the uh, beer sniffles and I'm happy. I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're happy about it. Um, the, the, oh, the beer sniffles vaccine. I highly, would highly recommend not taking it. Um, definitely Sarah's. Hannah likes Sarah's better. I live in Canada, so it's 12 a.m. right now. Ooh, interesting gen play. Awesome. Yeah, I, I would not recommend taking anything from the government. Uh, don't let people put things into your body. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Um, that would be my recommendation. So this is just to let you guys see. This is real telekinesis. As in, they built a machine that really can move things with your mind. I, I, that, there's no other way to describe it. She's getting set up with like a with a magneto set up here. Um, it's just like that thing in X-Men. I find it really fascinating. Just hooking her up like magneto. Skip ahead here. As you can see, it's just it's plugged in to uh, a machine to scan her brainwaves. So they got it uh, set up here. It's tracking her brainwaves. Check this out. She's moving a train with her thoughts. <laughs> her thoughts alone are causing a train to move. She's gonna, she can stop it with her finger and get it to go. This is all through her thoughts. It's movement and it's electricity is coming from her brain. So this is them just explaining the, uh, the, the science of it here. Um, she has a few more demos here. This one, it looks a little weird because it starts going before she does her finger thing. Um, I'm not sure if the demonstration they're trying to show here is that she can stop it. Maybe it's going on its own and then she's going to stop it. Um, but this is this is real telekinesis. <laughs> like, like, you can move stuff with your mind. This is a real thing that can happen. And so I find this to be very interesting because um, it's no longer a question of, you know, is it real? It's just a matter of um, what facet how 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 powerful can that force be how does it work um and that's kind of what i'm trying to explore here is what does the realist demonstration of telekinesis look like because part of me i have a theory that's regarding our ability to increase the probability of things happening i think that there is um strong evidence to support the idea that we increase the probability of things happening by thinking about them. Um, this has been shown in studies regarding words. So if you see a new word that you haven't seen before, or if you haven't seen it in a long time, you will notice that word occur more often. Now, part of that is what's called confirmation bias. That's a real thing. Confirmation bias is where you will now look for that word in your environment and see it more often. However, 
a study was conducted that showed not only will you see the word more often uh, because you're looking for it, but it will actually literally appear more often in your environment after seeing the new word. And we have no explanation for why that happens other than your consciousness seems to be focusing on something and um, that seems to draw the probability of it coming into your life. So very interesting study. And I wonder if you could extrapolate that to this, where what if you focused on your cup moving, for example? What if instead of moving it in this Jedi-like way, you're increasing the probability that someone might come by and pick up your cup and move it? What if somebody is uh, or getting knocked over or wind blowing by or perhaps an uh, ice cube and it melts and causes it to shift? Um, is that a possibility of how it works and so on and so forth. So um, that's just some of the ideas I've been having, but I wanna know what you guys think. What do you think is, uh, when you imagine telekinesis, what would you want to see with someone being able to do that? What would it look like to you? Um, and I'm gonna try and use that to create the illusion for you guys. Um, I don't know how long that will take, but I will practice on developing that. Uh, definitely Sarah's. Yes, yeah, Sarah seems pretty legit. I agree. It seems kind of spooky, almost like a ghost. Um, do you feel Houdini was gifted or just an illusionist? Um, I mean, it was both. He was an illusionist and he was gifted. Uh, escapeology requires a lot of um, knowledge, uh, gifts, hard work. Um, you need some talents. You also need um, a lot of studying, a lot of practice, and he, he did all of those things. So um, I'd say that he's both gifted and an illusionist. I think that that's uh, kind of... Mo most successful magicians fall into that category. You, you, can't, um, you can't really be the top of anything without having some natural talent for what you're trying to do. Um, and I feel like people who fall into the category... People who are stupid enough to try and be magicians full-time... I, I say that... I know. But... <laughs> People who are silly enough to try and do that are a very special type of person. They're very similar to like people who try to be comedians for a full time. Um, you kind of have to have this weird desire or calling in your life to do it. Um, and it kind of self-selects in that way because there's just no reason you should try to be a successful comedian or try to be a successful magician. It's just a terrible idea. Um, but the people who hear that and say, yeah, I know, and then just do it anyway, that, that's, uh, that oddly enough is the kind of person who's likely to be successful in those careers. I think everything in our lives has been somehow manifested by ourselves or others. Interesting. That's an interesting way of looking at the world. Um, there does seem to be an element of that that's true. Um, I think that we are called to create and build and grow things um, as people who are uh, sons of Adam and uh, people who are made in God's image. We are told to build, create, and grow. I think that there truly is power in uh, naming something, creating something, growing something. Um, I know this is gonna sound hippy-dippy weirdo, and I know I'm from California, but I think that there is power and um, detectable, identifiable, better feelings that you get when you grow your own food and eat it um, that you don't get when you buy it from the store. And I know that sounds weird and maybe crazy conspiratory, but 
I experience it in the way that I view the world. My perception of the realm is that if there's logos to it, if, if there is truth to it, and it predicts in the sense that, hey, maybe it is the placebo effect. Maybe it is confirmation bias that's causing me to experience that. Um, if that's the case, my experience is that it works and I do feel better. And so who cares, you know? Whether or not it's uh, because of a psychological phenomenon or spiritual or a metaphysical or something just we just don't know. Maybe there's true nutrient density to it that doesn't exist. Don't know what the case is, but I can definitely tell a difference. And so, um, and it makes me feel better. So I, I think that there is something to growing and building and creating things. If your awareness of it, our minds store things like a file, when you push things closer to the front, it comes closer to awareness of it. Yes, so that is um, what I'm always telling people about is the concept of, um, call it, you can call it confirmation bias, you can call it uh, manifest, you can call it whatever you want. If you bring something to your attention frequently, you increase the abundance of that in your life, if for no other reason you're paying attention to it. You're looking for it in your environment. It sounds like it seems more genuine. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. And you know, if you grow your own food, you don't have to worry about it being poisoned too. And you know, I, I know that sounds crazy, but you know, that that's happened. That's definitely happened. Not in, sometimes it's completely unintentional. Every year, you know, romaine lettuce gets poisoned. It seems like romaine lettuce is just always getting nailed every year here in California or in America, I should say. And I'm not in California. I'm in Montana now. My goodness, I'm all over the place. Uh, you know, you you can, I mean, if it does get poisoned, it's because of you. So I'd much rather be poisoned by myself, that kind of thing. Um, I've heard conspiracies. Now, th this isn't true necessarily. I've heard conspiratorial people, farmers in, um, America, who have said that big, big agriculture, um, big companies do appear to be cutting their food thin. It seems like they're trying to stretch resources right now um, to make things last longer uh, than they should at the expense of nutrient density. Um, so basically, it's just you know putting out more unhealthy, um, uh, what they call empty calories onto the market and less of the uh, fresh, uh, nutrient-dense foods. And um, me, being in Montana now, I've been able to try, you know, your local Walmart, Albertsons, meat and vegetables. And I've had farmer's markets where it's literally the farm down the street and bought their meat and their vegetables. And it's incomparable, incomparable in the quality that you're getting there. It's, it's pretty... It's pretty spooky. I'm not saying that they are uh, reducing the nutrient density of mass food, but it does seem like they're doing some shady stuff to stretch stuff. It, it, it's not the same food, in my opinion. I don't remember his name, but that reminds me of a guy who's had a cult and forced everyone to drink poisonous Kool-Aid. Yes, uh, that was, gosh, what was his name? Why can't I remember his name right now? Um... My goodness, I was an anthropology major in uh, my first college before they kicked me out. <laughs> uh, and, I, and we studied him specifically. Oh my gosh, in New Religious Movements class with Dr. Piddle. Um, 
gosh, she's gonna hate me for this. Why? Why can't I? Remember? We're, we're gonna look it up. I, it starts with I think it's like a K, right? Oh, what is it? He has the weird sunglasses and everything. Uh, drink the Kool-Aid guy. What was his name? Is he? Jonestown, that's the place where he did it. Really, they're not gonna they're not gonna show me who it was. <laughs> my mouse has disappeared again. Oh my goodness, why can't I remember his name? Jonestown. Jim Jones! There it is. Jim Jones. Jim Jones is you wanna see a psycho? Check this guy out. This guy is weird, man. Look at this guy. What a creep. Like, ugh. <laughs> like, you can just feel evil from that. It's, it's, you know? That's another good example. It's like, well, you can't feel evil. That's not true. Yeah. Yeah, you can. You can. I, I've lost my mouse. I can't do it. You see that guy's face and you feel ill evil. That's, it's like that Joker scene. I, I've seen a lot of evil. And that right there, that's evil. <laughs> you can feel it. it. Just look at that. Oh, God. It's just, I don't know, what do you call that? That's, that's demon energy right there. It's. Ugh. can't get him off my screen now he's getting rid of my mouse it's all a conspiracy guys it's all a conspiracy all right well thank you guys so much for tuning in i have just started rambling because i'm having such a great time with you guys um thank you so much for tuning in for today's stream i hope you guys enjoyed if you want to get a live wizard reading um we still have uh live wizard readings at here at the end um oh right i put this in here so this is just uh, summation of what I'm talking about here with the levitations um, it's what looks more real which illusions do you guys like the best um, what would you want your illusion to look like um, do you want it to be more real do you want it to be uh, look more um, theatrical that kind of thing um, your guys's thoughts and ideas are of great interest to me so that is what i'm looking for there and if you'd like to get a live wizard reading now is the time let me know in the comments below we'll get you on the list um if you haven't had a live wizard reading yet let me know in the comments below we'll get your readings started shortly you can also get a paid reading at paypal.me forward slash ask a wizard you can pay whatever you think a reading is worth to support the stream and you can send letters at p.o box 8888-1 missoula montana 59807 where i will read your letters on air Jim Jones, I'm eating raw cookie dough while watching your research poison Kool-Aid man. <laughs> I think I think raw cookie dough should be eaten. Um, I get that there's a health risk to it, but you know what? There's a health risk to getting in a car. And, um, you know, people die in cars all the time. Uh, am I saying that I directly recommend eating cookie dough knowing that it is poisonous? Uh, no. No, I am not for legal purposes recommending it. Am I saying that there are risks in this world that are worth taking? Um, I feel comfortable saying yes. Yes, I do feel comfortable saying that. <laughs> know the risk, judge it accordingly, and take the risk that you feel you're um, willing to 
do. For example, I don't know, say that there's a harmless flu going around. Um, you could choose to go outside, live your life, and not care that there's a harmless flu going around. All right. Uh, do we have anybody looking for a live wizard reading? Is there anybody else looking for one? If not, we'll close up the stream. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed. And uh, we'll be here again live, same place, same time, Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific Coast time. And TikTok show, 7.20 p.m. Pacific Coast time. It's 7.30, 7.20. I started at 7.20, so I don't run late into this show. Um, but that's the time for TikTok. And I also go Facebook pirate ship surfing. That's where I hop on a Facebook Live. We check out videos in real time all across the internet to research for the show. Um, if you want to join us along for that pirate ship adventure, that is the place to go. Facebook.com forward slash ask a wizard. And that's all the places that I am at. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope to see you guys tomorrow. And uh, remember, send your letters on over to P.O. Box 8888-1, Missoula, Montana, 59807. And we will read those on air here on YouTube. Thank you for tuning in and have a good evening. See you all later. Peace. And just because people were losing their mind last time. Yes, I, I run the whole intro uh, at the end here. Um, and it is like an eight minute song. Feel free to chat amongst yourselves and with each other in the owl chat, um, but you don't have to stay. It is, it's just a long outro, but it's my favorite song. And so I like playing it fully. I think it's beautiful. All right, let's get that going. Uh, Levitation look up Thomas Wong. All right, I will check that out. Let me write that down here. Um, and we will, that'll be one of the first things that we look at tomorrow on Facebook Pirate Ship the which you can get at facebook.com forward slash ask a wizard uh tom sin wong levitation awesome thank you very much all right thank you all and i'll talk to you all later peace mm -hmm.